0: This is Matt. And this is Seth. And welcome to The The Heretic Heretic House. House. Here we like to talk about spiritual topics and what we think about them. And hopefully we can help you come up with some of your own thoughts and ideas. Welcome to this week's edition of the Heretic House. We're still going through our series on spiritual gifts, and today we are going to be talking about faith. So first, let's start uh, just with the question, what is faith? Well, Seth, I
1: would suggest to you that faith is the action that
0: results from the conviction of your beliefs. Hmm. Oh, well, that's interesting. That's actually another question I had. What is the difference between belief and faith? So, um, I think a lot of times we actually make them synonymous. Yeah, but they're not really. They're, so, they are different.
1: So, belief—you know, you can look at a chair and say, "I believe that that chair will hold me," but your faith is you taking actions upon your beliefs and saying. I'm going to sit in that chair because I believe it's going to hold me. Mm -hmm. That's your faith.
0: Okay. So when we actually put it in practice, when we put our belief in practice, that is,
1: that's what I would say.
0: That is the faith.
1: That is the faith is the
0: actions based upon your beliefs. Kind of, kind of putting your money where your mouth is. (laughs) Yeah. Putting your money where your mouth is. That's what Yeah. So then what makes it a gift like, you have to be, have the gift to be able to make uh, your belief in action, put your belief into action.
1: Well, let me ask you, Seth. Have you ever had a time when it was hard to act upon what you believed to be true?
0: Yes. And
1: were you ever able to act upon that?
0: Um, Sometimes.
1: I would yeah, say not sometimes. all the time, but yeah. So, so do you have the gift of faith all the time or just when you need it?
0: Hmm. So it could be that we don't always have the the gift or we we just need we just have it when we need it.
1: Hmm. Well, now you got me thinking, too. But I would say we have the gift of faith all the time. We always have the capacity to act in faith, to act upon what we believe, to exercise our faith, to do it, to be faithful to our convictions. Mm -hmm. We always have that capacity. Um, it is a, the scriptures call it a gift of the Holy Spirit. And I would suggest to you that there are some people who are able to exercise their faith more freely than others. And by Mm -hmm. more freely, I mean, without reservation, without hold up, they have the strength, the power, the gift to just exercise their faith. Other people really need to think things through. They need to make lists. They have to, you know, before they can act upon their beliefs, they have to um, really work it through first. Mm -hmm. Uh, Does that help at all? Is that clarifying or am I just causing more confusion here?
0: Uh, Yeah, it makes sense. Hopefully it makes sense to our listeners, too. Um, So uh, it kind of sounds like you're saying everybody has faith. So is it a gift that everybody has? Uh, that's kind of a reoccurring question that we're having about these gifts. Yeah, and I would I would say that
1: everybody has the gift. The intensity of how that gift is used is dependent upon you, um, and yet there does seem to be. Times in life where it's easier to exercise faith than others. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I know that we've probably all experienced the gift of faith at some point. We've believed someone or something. We've held uh, extreme conviction and then we acted upon that conviction. Right? We had that faith. Sure. And then there are other times in life where we just have nothing. So... I'm just, I'm just thinking that that faith is, yes, it is a gift given to each individual, as the scripture says, as he wills, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But even to the individual who has been given that gift, it might not be given all the time. There Mm -hmm. might be times when your faith fails you. You just don't have it. And that's okay, too. That's Mm -hmm. okay, too.
0: Does that... Does that yeah, yeah, clarify sure. things? So, uh, I mean, Paul said in Romans that we were all given a measure of faith. Yeah. So.
1: To each was given a d- measure of faith.
0: So that could be different between somebody, one person and another person. Absolutely. Yeah, I was thinking about this when you, you were talking about how um, some people, uh, well, you need more measure of faith in some circumstances, um, But there's also, there's people... I think of it this way there you, there's people who are gifted with certain abilities like um there's some people who can the put, let's put this into music because that's kind of where I live if some people a lot of people can anybody this is what I say anybody can play an instrument it depends on how well you can play the instrument and some people are gifted at playing these instruments the, the, but there are these levels uh, or I guess a measure of how much that you can you, that these people can actually play these instruments and, and we call the people who are kind of above the rest that can really excel and it just comes natural and easy to them we call them gifted mm. so that, that's kind of where I, that's where I'm seeing this when we have a gift it doesn't mean that everybody else doesn't have it it just means that it comes easier, more natural, mm-hmm. to some other some than others.
1: Well, oh, that's very good. I'm glad you put it in that in that those terms, and uh, it just made me think that we should probably read the passage, uh, so we can remember mm. uh, just exactly what it says yeah, for sure. Uh, so again, that passage is in 1 Corinthians chapter twelve, verses four through eleven, and I'll read them now.
0: Mm, that ties right in with what we were saying. Yeah, it really a, does. Apportions to each one as he wills. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. That. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that back up. I. I'm glad we. We read that. It gives a nice fresh reminder of what what we're talking about in this series. Hmm. I think we should do that every week. We probably should. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Just, um. Let's make a note of that. Yeah, we should do that. Well, yeah. let me. Okay. 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 I made a note. Good. <laughs> Okay, so um, we we talked about how sometimes uh, with faith it comes, it's given when we most need it. But what does that mean? What when do we need it? Why do we need this faith? Uh, so we have to live out our beliefs. Why do we have to live out our beliefs? Well,
1: um, why do you have to use your muscles? Mm-hmm. What happens if you like you have all these muscles that you can use, right? And that's great. But what if you just sit in your chair all day and don't use your muscles? Mm. What, will, what will that do for you? Yeah, you'll atrophy. Right? You'll atrophy, right? And then all of a sudden you won't be able to do anything. You'll, oh, ha- wow. you'll, you'll, you'll be limited in your mobility. If you do not exercise your faith, if you do not act upon your beliefs on a regular basis, uh, you, will, you will lose your, your motivation and direction for life. You you lose your, your your strength and your courage. You you lose so much of who you are because mm. so much of who you are comes from the the confidence you get from living according to your convictions, acting mm. upon your beliefs from your faith. The way you live and love is it's your faith.
0: Mm, it builds up your belief. Faith actually is the exercising of. The believe? belief muscle. That's it. <laughs> mm. I like that. That's that's very profound, Matt. Huh.
1: Yeah,
0: I like it. <laughs> I wonder where that came from. <laughs> so uh, then we, there's also passages, I mean, there's so many passages in in the Bible about faith. But one that comes to mind, and I think it's a very popular one, is uh, when Jesus says, The faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. Mm. So this sounds like a very powerful gift. It sure is. What does it mean when faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains? It
1: it only takes a little bit. Um, Remember in school when you learned about potential energy versus kinetic energy? Mm -hmm. And do you remember the picture of that boulder right on the edge of the cliff that was just teetering there balanced on the very edge it had a lot of potential Mm -hmm. energy right and all it took is just one little grain of sand in the wrong spot to shift that weight and that potential energy turned into a lot of kinetic energy Mm. do you remember that oh yeah so why does it only take a grain of faith a little bit of faith, you get that faith in motion and all of a sudden you realize just how powerful you are as a child of God. You get that faith moving and all of a sudden the whole world changes.
0: That is, wow. You are just full of uh, inspiration today, Matt.
1: Oh, sorry. I'll try (laughs) to tone it down.
0: No, it's good. (laughs) Uh, So uh, in that illustration they gave with, um, that scientific uh, See here at the Heretic house It's not just about Spiritual things We give you Science <laughs> <laughs> Science Spirituality Whatever you want We, we got it all We but, got it all uh, What I want to bring it back To that um, that, that illustration You gave I, I love it And Would you say the That boulder What is the boulder When you're talking Is that God I, Well I don't know We don't really move God do we but what, what would you say that illustration? What, what is the boulder in that?
1: I would say you are the boulder.
0: Yeah? Okay. You are
1: the one with the potential energy. Do you know who you are? Do you know whose image you were made in? Do you know whose likeness you were made after? Hmm. Like, do you know what it means to be a child of God? Like, you are the boulder. You are the mountain that can be moved with just a grain of faith.
0: Hmm.
1: You think you can't do anything. You think you're stuck. You think that you're powerless over whatever it is that is tormenting you and giving you a a struggle in this time of life. But you are powerful. You can move this mountain, you can do this. You just got to believe it and act upon that belief.
0: Mm. So do you think that, you No. Know, it sounds like when we're talking about this, that then you can have a lot of doubt. Um, and then just having that faith can move, move these mountains. What I guess where I'm going is can, can we have doubt with faith at the same time?
1: I think it is necessary to have doubts in order to realize what you actually believe. And then Mm. once you realize what you actually believe, you know how to exercise faith. But Mm. if you didn't have doubt, you wouldn't stop and ask the questions that are going to cause the growth to give you the strength Mm. to exercise that faith.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. So that doubt, I, there's a lot of talk about reconstructing your faith. Mm. There's a lot of churches that talk about that you need to reconstruct your faith to find out what you truly believe. Mm. That's what it kind of makes me think of. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. Um, and, and people are not going to come to the same realizations.
1: No one is. Like you, well, let me put it this way. We will come to similar realizations. Mm -hmm. We will find a lot of like-minded people as we are willing to um, return to our roots of what we actually believe. So Mm -hmm. when I deconstructed my faith, um, what I believed, what I thought, I, I tore it all down. And I got down to the basics of what do I actually believe? What do I actually know? And then you build it up from there. And so you, you, you gotta have the deconstruction in order to have the reconstruction, right? Mm. You, you, in order to build a muscle, right? Mm-hmm. You have to tear that muscle. So that, <laughs> that muscle can rebuild and get stronger and bigger and more powerful. Do you see the potential?
0: Yeah. I mean, wow. we,
1: we, we start off as this little embryo and we turn into Andre the Giant. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, I'm definitely Andre the Giant. Well, five, five. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like the little model plastic figure of Andre, maybe.
0: Yeah, there. <laughs> remember the stretchy ones as a kid? Did you have those? Oh, WrestleMania? No. Oh, hey, man. I was born in 90, so. Oh. Yeah. I don't know when those came out, but.
1: Yeah, I'm like a decade before you, so. Yeah. I
0: remember stretching the
1: the WWF. Hmm. Wrestlers,
0: uh, you know, I kind of do remember those.
1: Okay, yeah, They're playing with them, wrestling with them.
0: Mm. Yeah. So uh, when we're talking about deconstructing and reconstructing our faith, that that makes me kind of think of. Do you think that maybe that's what Jesus was talking about when he said, "I will tear down this temple and build it up in three days"? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there was a lot of uh, that was kind of. And he didn't say he will tear down this temple. He says, "Tear down this temple, and uh, I will right. rebuild it in three days." Yeah, and many people say that's him dying on the cross and then coming back in three days. Right but I think there's a lot of um, parallel truths or truths. Like that's true, I, I believe mm-hmm. that's true. But I think you can find other truths. Yeah. So maybe we're. Lo- this is another. You have to tear down the temple in order to build it up, build yeah. it back up,
1: build it back up. Mm. And what is the temple?
0: What? What is the temple? We are the temple?
1: Where? Yeah, I'm asking you, what is the temple? Like, what has to be torn down, you know? Like, mm. like it's part of knowing who you are. Mm. You are the temple. Like, you are the dwelling place of the Most High. You want to find God. You look all over the world, and you're only going to find God in one place. And mm. that's inside. Right?
0: Yeah. So, no one has
1: seen God's face.
0: Right. Hmm. So we have to tear down our preconceived notions or things that we maybe learned that are not really conducive to living, uh, well, let's say a faithful life, to, to faithful to to living out uh, this life that we live with God in it, who God gives to us God is in us Hmm. well
1: I think I think part of faith is returning to where we started returning to what actually is and as little children I believe we all knew God I believe that God formed us and shaped us in our mother's womb just as the Psalms say yeah that that God was present with us during all of that time that we were being built up and strengthened And I think part of our being, quote, unquote, born again, part of our experience is returning to that childlike faith. Remember, Jesus said, um, in order to enter the kingdom, you must become as one of these Mm -hmm. children. Yeah,
0: that's one of my favorite. Right. My favorite things that Jesus said.
1: So... um, it's really simple and I think part of tearing down our faith is all of a sudden someone comes along and says, "Yeah, you yeah, you, you can know God by becoming like a child, but you know, it really helps if you do this." Oh, so you start doing this. And then someone else comes along and says, "Yeah, and you should really add this." And th- this really makes a difference and you should burn these incense and you should say these prayers and and you should uh, eat this food at this time. And you should uh, read these words at this time. And you should you add all of this stuff like this is what it means to have faith. No. Hmm. No, faith is. God, are you still with me? Oh, there you are. Thank you for never leaving me. That's Faith. Mm. See the difference?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Like w- I think what you're saying is that we were born with everything that we need in our faith, but then we we start building that temple with things that we learn from our experiences in this life, and and they're not really not really helpful to the temple that we really want to build.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Which is you, right? Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I do love that, the thought that I try to think about that all the time. What does it mean to, to be like these, like, like these children? Mm. And, I mean, there is an innocence to to the children, to children. And they do. They have, they have a faith that we don't really, I don't know if we grow out of or we just forget about. I think we forget about it. I think we
1: forget and we choose not to recall yeah. it. I personally have chosen to recall it. I personally have chosen to, as often as I possibly can, in every circumstance possible, become like a child in my faith. And just walk with God that way. Hmm. Um, I just found that to be the solution to a lot of my troubles spiritually. Keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was born wet. It's okay. <laughs> so were you. Yeah. Let's uh, quit the topic. You know, I was thinking about this. Why haven't we done this topic yet? on the heretic house this seems like a a no-brainer should have been the first one (laughs) i think we were just waiting
1: until we were comfortable with the process to talk about something so important as this yeah
0: you know it works out great that we can do this in in um, in this series yeah which i'm really enjoying actually me too i think this has been great and hopefully people listening find that to be as true as well i'm sure they will all right well this that's all the time we have for this week on heretic house we we thank you for listening and uh, yeah please just follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on and uh so we can we can continue giving you these these episodes every week and uh you won't miss one so thanks for listening you take care now bye now